Yo! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 414 Deli. It's your boy, Cisco, as always, with your boy, Ryan. What it do on a Thursday? On a Thursday, it's... Throwback Thursday. Sun is out here. Sun is out here, too. Still kind of cold. Not cold. Well, for you, yeah, you're in Florida. I'm, I'm here in Wisconsin where uh, it was 80 degrees last week and then 40 in rain and then it snowed. And now we're in like the 50s, maybe. I don't know. Sounds like a personal problem, my guy. Little States a little bipolar, <laughs> multiple personalities. Well, playoffs have started. NBA playoffs have started. MLB baseball has started. Um, hockey playoffs have started. Hockey playoffs have started. And uh, I, I have we to... are six days? Six? Is it six or seven days seven away days? from the NFL draft? It would be going on. It would be starting, what, like half hour, I think? Next next Thursday? Start the Is eight? it start at eight? Uh, man, why so late? Some bullshit. Well, it's only the first round, right? Yeah, but they still get, what, 10 minutes per pick? That shit still goes to, like, many. midnight. It, that's too many. Too much time. They should know. Exactly. Anyway, it's not to digress. So next week, we have in store for y'all our, pre, our, our annual, because we did one last year, and it was yep. lit. And that was probably still one of my favorite episodes we did. Our the- annual pre-draft episode where we compare our mock drafts. Uh, this time, we are going to try to – we're going to try – can't promise anything, but we're going to try to work the logistics to where we do a mock draft live together. Two GMs. Um, two GMs, one pick, watch out. Shit might get real. I uh, hopefully we can pull it off because I think it would be real fun to do that. I think we're going to try to do it. We should be able to, to do it. Um, caveat, and we're still going to work out the logistics. We will make a trade where we trade Aaron Rodgers, but we're going to do it realistically because we can manipulate the mock draft that we use. Yeah. But we're going to make it realistic. And we may do two, one with the first rounder and one with the two seconds or something. We'll figure that out. Stay tuned. That will be next week pre before Thursday because we're not going to run it up into the draft night. Because hopefully y'all listen before the draft. And you find out how close we were. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. So maybe like Tuesday or Wednesday. Maybe like Tuesday. That way people on their way to work can listen and and, uh, and, and give us their thoughts, even though we won't hear them. They can just tell us how Ryan, stupid we Ryan are. Ryan Schefter. Ryan, and, Ryan uh, Schefter. Cisco, Cisco uh, Kuiper. I don't want to be Milo Kuiper because he's... <laughs> that dude's a bum. Wrong. He's a bum, too. Uh <laughs> But anyways, but, this week... How, how about them bucks? Yeah, so I, 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 I want to take a little credit for, for staying calm, cool, and collected under pressure oh, yeah. while you and the rest of the Goombas was wiling out. Uh, and, and what do I mean by that for everybody well, listening? You, let, I mean, I could just give... I, you know me. I'm not gonna. Uh, I won't. I won't go back on anything that I said. You got receipts. Not that you guys see this. You and but... a, a, a coast uh, <laughs> a guest star from the past have a group chat together, and after game one, there was a lot of worry, a lot of chicken little, and the sky well, is falling. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, you I'm can justify go, it. I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna say 
I'm going to come out here. It's a confession in the confessional. Uh, the thing that, okay, catalyst for worry is was Giannis being hurt and missing, leaving the game, right? So I had, I, honest, it's just honest. I think that happening is elevated my level of worry, but you can't fault me for worrying about a Bucks team that, I want to. I don't want to say historically because it's not like the history of the franchise, but lately, right in the last, whatever in in the Bud era, right, Coach Bud era, um, has given up three point barrages from teams and losing games to teams that we shouldn't lose to. Yeah, but I mentioned it on the pod. I've mentioned it in the group chat. Bud is historically bad in first games of a series, and oh, they and talked about it. They talked about it um, yesterday too. They he is. A, a he's now officially five and seven. Five and seven, first, right? And that's terrible, considering he's been the number one seed more than once, more than twice, and, and an NBA champion and a coach of the year. He. We went down two zero in the conference finals for that year and we went down 2-0 in the finals and still one in seven and then we won in six so while we shit on bud for his in-game adjustments his in series adjustments pre-game and post-game are phenomenal well and, and he I showed that like and not and like to also to another credit for you is your complaint was why are we not going inside Right, Brooke. Brooke Lopez yesterday. Uh, I think that was more. I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. I think that was more Matt. I think Matt was really it? wanted us to he attack the paint. That. You know, who, you know who else co-signed that? Uh, your sister Heather. A conversation that I had with her. Uh, she was so, like, "Why, why, why is Brooke not? Why are we not going inside?" Here, here's the thing, and this is the part that I was like, "Guys, fucking relax." It was defensively. I didn't care. We offensively, we played well enough to win game one defensively we did not and and it goes back to what you said that gives you the most worry about a bud led team is that we always and historically his defenses are willing to give up three the problem you had was they're hitting stop giving them the three like make them change change the complexion of the game by forcing them to to go inside instead of they 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 did start to get the two pointers i felt yeah because bam out of bio was they well, they were just every run we had. It, yes, but it was due to the fact that we were playing a zone defense, and it and was, was very. The, that was another thing that irritated me and caused me to worry, was that we were in that game despite shooting like dog shit and giving up what like fifty something percent. Yeah, you know what I mean. From from was that from three alone? They shot fifty percent. Or was that just total from the field? They shot almost almost sixty percent. I think from the field. From the field, right? <coughs> yeah. Field, now I mean, someone 60, almost sixty percent is fucking horrible to give up. Like it's amazing if you're the one shooting sixty percent at the end of a game, right? Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. I mean, I'm not a hooper, but I feel like shooting sixty percent for a game as a team is pretty is pretty good. Well, it's just unheard of because yeah. you don't you don't make 60% of your shots. It just doesn't happen. You don't make three out of every five. Now, I'm going to counter that with we're sitting here and saying, hey, Miami 
played outside of their ability game one due to the fact that they shot so well. Well, we shot 25 and 49 from three yesterday. So, yeah, devil's advocate, like we shot over 50% from three yesterday. And can we keep that up? Maybe. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say we can. Yeah. But we had players step up that have played well all year and step up ways that they didn't game one. Game one was literally Bobby Porter's. I don't think he was a leading scorer. I think it might've been uh, Middleton Lopez. Had- oh, Middleton, Middleton at 33, but yeah. you're right. My bad. But if we didn't have Bobby playing the way Bobby did game one, we would have got blown out by 30, 40. Cause Bobby was ball in game one. Yeah. Like, and Middleton was too. I'm not discrediting well, it, but and, we. Yeah, Middleton was balling, and I hate when we. I hate when we squander good Middleton outings because I feel like it happens a lot. Like Middleton have a great game and we fucking lose, and I'm like, well, we just wasted it because the next game he'll give us 15, which would be accurate what he gave 16 yesterday, but he didn't need it. We didn't need him. So. Yeah. It, it, and again, another thing to get back to my confession of worrying, we gave up that shooting night to a team that doesn't shoot well from three, com- comparing to the rest of the league. And, and that's the thing. The they showed who they were yesterday. Teams. Yeah. So here's my question before we transition, because, again, it's only game two. We don't want to spend an hour talking about game one and game two. We're going to transition into something a little different tonight. But <clears> – <throat> My question for you regarding the Bucks, and this was a um, a discussion that was on TNT, and I caught it via video, and I thought it was super interesting, and I want to know where you stand on it. The question popped uh, that was asked was, who's the bigger loss in this series, I do not want to leave this series. That is very important to this question. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I already know saw this going. clip. Okay. This specific series is Tyler Hero a bigger loss to the Miami Heat in this series than Giannis Antetokounmpo is to the Bucks. I, I mean, honest opinion, it's hard because when you lose a guy of Giannis's caliber, regardless of how you're comparing it this series or who you're comparing it to. I just, I feel like, I feel like you have to, you have to say Giannis like, okay. yeah, losing hero is, is big for the heat, but Struess, 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 right. Whatever is Struess has been balling for them. He's more than capable of, of making it up. Oladipo is more than capable of filling in and not consistently, so let me let me backtrack. Not consistently, right? But what you need is production to replace that on a game by game basis. Struess, Oladipo, Kyle Lowry, um, even Duncan Robinson, who obviously has not progressed uh, comparing to where he was last year. He's not that he has had a very bad year in comparison. But yeah. these guys are capable. <laughs> Of filling in for Tyler Hero, whereas so, okay, whereas for Giannis, you need multiple guys to step up to replace and give you what you're missing. And again, to defensively as well, and and not just on your team to replace Giannis's defensive ability, 
but your him not being out there makes it easier for other teams. Whereas the other way around, it's not, you know what I mean? You're not missing that much. So here's where I disagree with you. So I wholeheartedly, not without a question, almost inconvincible, believe that Tyler Hero outweighs Giannis in this series um, for impact due to the fact that, one, our bench is extremely deep. And again, it's the first series. The talent level that we're playing isn't the 76ers or this Boston Celtics, right? Yeah. I, I agree with some of the points you made, but it doesn't change the way I think. And here's, the, here's my catalyst point that I feel like is counter to what you said, t- counter to the points you made. Are you right in the fact that Victor Oladipo, Max Strauss or Struess, and Duncan Robinson can do what they need to do offensively? Yes. But that's where it stops. And while Tyler Hero isn't a defensive stopper in the league, he is an adequate defender to where he can play both sides of the ball, where Duncan Robinson and Max Struess are fucking horrendous defenders. I'm not even talking bad. I'm talking those dudes don't belong on an NBA court. And there's times you can't have Duncan Robinson on the court because he's such a liability on defense. Yeah. So, so I think that's why Caleb was it Caleb Martin? Yes, and, playing, and, and he's a good defender. And that goes back to if I am a Miami Heat fan, um, I am pissed off that you, as the coach Eric Spolstra, and for one, I think Eric Spolstra is a good coach, but he's very set in his ways, and he refuses to mitigate or minimize his bench by starting somebody who means a lot to the bench when a starter goes down. And him not st- starting Caleb Martin in place of uh, Tyler Hero was a mistake because he didn't want to lose the bench like effort. So he started, I don't even know who he started, if I'm being honest. It might have been fucking Duncan Robinson. And we jumped out to a lead very early, very quickly. Now, it wasn't because of Duncan Robinson, but there were times where Duncan Robinson was. Uh, switched onto Brooke Lopez because he has the height, not the height that obviously like Bam has, but he has the height adequately enough yeah, where yeah. they switched him and, and Brooke was destroying them down low. Um, because I yeah. feel like when you have a guy on the court and, and, and I go back like Caleb Martin, that switch might not happen then. You know what I mean? Cause Bam doesn't leave him because Caleb Martin doesn't have the three extra inches that Duncan Robinson has. And it's just a mental thing from a defender, you know? Like, hey, I'm not going to put my shorter guy in a bad position, but, oh, Duncan Robinson's on the court, so we're switching. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. – and it's not done intentionally, but it's done out of just, like, habit or uh, just reactionary to the game. Yeah, it's just so, the flow of the game. Do I think Tyler Hero is an all-star? I, I personally don't. Do I think he's a good player? Yeah. Do I like him as – I've talked about how much I dislike him, so I'm not going to get into that. But – in this series, because of how he can extend the floor and he plays defense and he actually goes to the rack pretty damn well for a guard, um, I think he means a lot. And I, I honestly, I told my dad this on the way home today. Shout out to Hot Knicks. Um, I'm actually a little 
sad that we won so convincingly and so easily because I think now the coaching and the medical staff and the front office of the Milwaukee Bucks looked and go, we can give Giannis another game or two to recover instead yeah. of saying we need him back. And, and I, I just want to wrap this series up. It's not because I don't think we can beat them in six or seven without Giannis. Um, it's because I want to just wrap this series up and get to a little bit of a break and, and allow not just Giannis to rest, but Chris Middleton to get some rest, Drew, uh, Drew Holiday to get some rest, Brooke Lopez to get some rest, Crowder, Pat Connaughton, as much as you and I dislike him, he <laughs> shows up. Here's the he, thing. He balled out yesterday. I give it to him. Shout out to Pat. He, and shout out it's to not Matt, just yesterday, though. Guy, but. It's not just yesterday. And my dad said this when I said, hey, I'm not a big fan of him. And he goes, you know, you don't have to be one. But that fucker shows up in big games. He shows up in play in the playoffs. He shows up in game sixes and game seven. You know what I mean? Like, he really yeah. does. And this, in my opinion, I truly believe <clears throat> that it was a must-win game. Because we don't play that well in Miami. So going down 2-0 and then having two games in Miami, I didn't, I wasn't, I was confident we were going to win game two, but if we would have lost game two, I would, I'd be chickling. I'd be, I, I, I might have to rename it to Francisco in, you know, <laughs> the, sky, the sky is falling. The sky is falling, but we said we weren't going to spend a lot of time on the bucks. And, and I think this is a topic you and I are excited to talk about. Transitioning, we're going to still talk about basketball for you, those of you sitting on the edge of your seats. Game two, Golden State Warriors against Sacramento Kings, the power forward, all-star power forward for the, sec, for the Golden State Warriors was ejected for stomping, and I'm, I'm, nobody can see me, but I'm air-quoting because <laughs> I don't know if – I mean, Cisco, I know you've seen someone get stomped on. I've seen someone get stomped on, like yeah. in real life in a fight. I would, yeah. I wouldn't have called it a stomp. I would have said, he, but he definitely, he definitely wouldn't call him. that a push. Like he, 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 he pushed off. He, he used, like, he, he stepped on him. Bro, he catapulted off of him. He didn't yeah, stomp on him. Like, yeah. He yeah. trampolined him. Yeah. But stomping on him is a, is, is a fucking excessive ass word. Yeah. Like, don't even get me back on the what we talked about last week about the, the, uh, <clears throat> you know, I kept blanking out on what it was called. As soon as we got done with the podcast, I fucking remembered and now I'm blanking out on what it's called again. The microaggression, that's what it's called. Like, microaggressive words. Like, they're not outwardly aggressive but they're meant to be aggressive. They're meant for you to take them aggressive and using the word stomp for Draymond Green in that situation is microaggression. Yeah. It is, it's fucking bullshit. And to compound it, the NBA, instead of coming out and saying we should not have ejected him from a playoff game. First off, do you think he should have been ejected? Um, okay. I didn't watch the game. I only saw things, clips, videos, um, Man, I don't know. Ejection. I think I would have gave him a flagrant two as an ejection, right? Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I think the ejection is justified, but I don't think 
to to jump forward just quick. He was suspended for the game for game three. Uh, I'm feeling feisty. I don't think he should have been been suspended. Eject these. That shit was bull. That's bull. I'm just, That's baloney. I know, but hey, you asked it, me my opinion, man. I know, I and I respect I, your opinion because of the fact that he catapulted himself off of him, and it was it was unnecessary. Now, I'm not saying it was unprovoked. Here's what I'm Sabonis. Yes. So, for those who don't know, Sabonis, the was he a center or a forward? He's like I think their he's forward. a center, right? But he's kind of like he, a he may play. F- Center for them, but he's a forward. He's only yeah. like six eight, six. The nine. Sacramento big man. Let's do. We'll just call him the Sacramento big man. Uh, he did grab Draymond Green's leg, so it wasn't unprovoked. I just thought it was highly <clears throat> unnecessary to do the catapult because when you really look at it, he, he claims, "Where was I supposed to put my foot?" He lifted his foot after he was grabbed, and then catapulted off of him as like a, "Hey man, this yeah, is so- what I'm going to do to you because of what you just did to me." I don't necessarily think Draymond was in harm's way being grabbed by Sabonis. And so so for that kind of shit, plus the antics afterwards, bro, like. Well, the antics afterwards is just Joy being Joy, and I'm never going to, yeah, again, we've talked you know, about you, not you taking the emotion. You have to have a line somewhere. There is, but, I mean, he wasn't ejected for that. At that point, it's like, well, I'm fucking out the game anyways, like. And that yeah. wasn't in his suspension thing at all, right? It was. No, they did say that. They said. Oh, did they? Yep, they said that because okay. uh, Joe Dumars is the guy. Yeah. He said that the 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 well, they called the stop right, but the, the that plus the antics afterwards, plus his history, is what Fuck. warrants is what made them suspend him. Now, and we can get into that too because I do want to mention Sabonis was giving a given a technical foul for grabbing his leg, right? Yesterday, Crowder grabbed – I forgot whose leg he grabbed, and they gave him a flagrant one. Yep, and that so, is a completely different punishment. Like, for the, and, uh, I'm not saying – So what you're saying for, is similar. It was similar. exactly the same thing. So I want to go back a little bit before uh, yeah, we, we I know. move I jumped, further. I kind of jumped around. No, you're fine. But, yeah. So first off, I want to address the uh, – I got a question for you. And again, this is hindsight 2020. Um, this is hypothetical because it didn't happen. So say Draymond. So th- this is where I side with Draymond on this one. And do I think it was excessive? I don't, I don't even know if I, I don't know if I would use the word excessive and here's why. And, and this, this only has to do with the way his body was when he was grabbed. His leg, his left leg, so his right leg was grabbed, right? If you're picturing it with me, if yeah, you yeah. remember the video, his right leg was grabbed. His left leg was fully extended in front of him, and all of his weight was on his right leg, right? So in order to sh- – so you said he did that little hop, right? When he did that hop, all of his weight was still on that right leg, so he had to land it somewhere. And – and did he have to then land it on Sabonis and then push off the way and jump off the way he did? That's the part that I would, that's the only part I would call excessive, but let's turn it now. And this is where the uh, hypothetical question is. Say Draymond doesn't do that, doesn't use any of it. And as he's trying to regain his weight 
kind of distribution and his weight balance because Draymond's not a little dude. He's six eight, like probably two forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's overweight like... for his height, if you will. Right? He's he's a little bit he's a little bit weightier. He's not fat. He's just a little heavier. No, he's a he's he's a he's husky. a thick dude. Yeah, he's a husky dude. He's a thick dude. So say he doesn't get his weight distribution correctly, and he twists his knee or he uh, rolls an ankle. And then he ends up missing multiple games. Then what? Right? Like, then we're looking at it going, why didn't he do, you know, why did he do it? Whatever, right? And again, it's hypothetical. We have no idea. So that's the part where I'm like, Sabonis put Draymond Green in a position that he could have gotten injured. And Sabonis has to pay the price for the repercussions. That's how I feel about it. And I, that, so now I'll jump forward a little bit because I want to address something else you said, which I don't even know if you agree with. And there's two points in this. You said Joe Dumas levied the suspension, right? As the yeah, uh, NBA. He's, yeah, he's, he is. He's I the saw president. I Dumas, I assume it's Joe Dumas. He's, it, it is. It is 100%. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong now, just I'm, I'm playing – superior devil's advocate at this point and <laughs> as always it, it fucking annoys me well i'm actually like i i believe this but joe dumas was on the pistons in the yeah, 90s the bad right? boy pistons. oh man you're ruining it for me bro i'm trying to okay. setting it up come on man the pistons you who, it. i know but the pistons who were known to literally go out of their way to try to hurt michael jordan not to try to uh, stop Michael Jordan, not to try to slow down Michael Jordan. They tried to hurt him. Yeah. And it was known. And they were known as the bad boys. And they would repeatedly get technicals. They would repeatedly get ejected. You played on a team that was known to try to hurt the greatest player that ever played the game. And you, you motherfucker, are going to levy a goddamn suspension on somebody? <laughs> No, like, for real, though, correct no, me I'm I, wrong. I like, see the irony in it, right? You're like, the fucking guy who was on a team who attempted to hurt the GOAT every single time you played him. And if you go back and watch some of those 90s highlights, I guarantee you we could find one of Joe Dumas taking Michael Jordan out. Yeah. Right? And yeah, you're the I, fucking I, guy. Yeah, I, I see. I definitely see where your point on that, like, where you're going with that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I... I I saw I again had he got hurt, right? Yeah, you know. But there's nothing in place for that. Like there isn't. I think that's where that's where I say, like, did he deserve the ejection? I think he did, but I don't I don't think he deserved I don't think he deserved to be suspended. And I think obviously Sabonis getting a technical and Jay Crowder doing the same thing yesterday and getting a flagrant one. Well, you can you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe flagrant fouls kind of pile up, in, or they can. Pile so do tech. So do technicals. Okay. But so you can they, only have a max amount of technicals, and then you have to serve a suspension. I don't know if it's the same. I, I, I do not know, but a flagrant on the court is more detrimental to the team that incurs the flagrant foul because it it automatically incurs free throws and the ball. So. Yeah. I think in that situation, dis- in that situation, maybe, maybe they need a thing. Maybe they need to go. 
because see the thing is like Sabona said, oh, I was protecting myself or whatever. And it's like, what? like, how do you determine, was he really protecting himself? Okay. Really, then like, then you who are you saying? to say, Draymond, not you, but no, who no, no, is no, anyone to say Draymond, yeah, Draymond Green's not protecting himself? No, so he said, and he said the same thing. Like, oh, I don't, I didn't have anywhere to land my foot. And so, so here's, if, if, so yeah, this is what I'm getting at the, the, where I'm leading to is in these situations, when you got an ejection, you, you obviously have a lot of time in between. The refs are looking at the monitor. Why don't you go and say, hey, you know what? What Draymond did was excessive. Or or even if you don't want to use excessive because you think that's maybe a little too strong of a word, unnecessary. What he did I'll, was unnecessary. Flavor I'll give you unnecessary. But, but, then but, toss the other guy too. Or, okay, he gets he's not a technical – flagrant or you know what i mean um kind of like they do in, and i well i don't want to it's not the same but maybe sabonis misses the next the the first quarter of the next game Here, here's my thing if you're going to toss Draymond going for what he did toss sabonis that that's why and we're going back to the ejection piece if you're going to toss Draymond going for what he did then toss sabonis and and, and say, hey, both of you were out of line because if you're going to call what Draymond did unnecessary, then I, I consider what Sabonis did unnecessary. Because honestly, Sabonis was less justified for what he did, in my opinion, for what Draymond did. And that's just my take on it. And, and we can definitely agree to disagree. But if Sabonis never grabs him, Draymond doesn't do it. And if Draymond does do it, Everything that's happening to him and has happened to him is 110% justified. Yeah. And I, now, I mean, like, tr- like, I respect that perspective, right? If, if, if you don't do that, then he doesn't do that. So I, I like, I see it. I, I, the, the question was, was the ejection warranted? I think it was. And if, if the outcome is, well, then the other player who is being unnecessary also gets ejected, I'm fine with that too, then. You know what I mean? If that if that becomes a thing, you know, I just so let's that, just back up that, the the thing that yeah. bothers me is as much as I'm not a Draymond Green fan, to say that the suspension part is the thing that really bothers me. Yeah, let's because, get into that in a second. Let's get into that in a second. Okay. I, I want to get into that for sure, but I got one other question about the ejection, and then we can move on from it. I, I know you you're on the on the side of hey I don't think the ejection was too much and and you think that ejection was warranted and I respect why you think that. Do you think it would have been? And I know you kind of mentioned this, but I'm being more direct with the with the question. Do you think under the current situation and what happened and what transpired, do you with everything, do you think it was excessive that he got ejected and Sabonis got nothing? Or was it, should it have been a dual ejection and because that would have been more appropriate? Like looking at it now, if yes. I had my pick? Yeah, um, like if, if, if you could go back and change it and you were saying, hey, Draymond has to be ejected, would you then go, well, then so does Sabonis? Well, the, the one thing I would want to clarify is the the – the flagrant foul rule, like how, like if you accrue so many flagrants, how does that impact you? Because if it's, if it's like, oh, you know, three flagrants, you miss a game, then I would say that technical foul needs to be rescinded and he needs to be assessed a flagrant one at the very least. But if I can only pick, 
if I if I'm if I'm gonna pick out of what you're giving me, I would say then both yeah both players should go then. Okay. Because because you because what you said it I I respect the perspective. If Sabonis doesn't grab him, he doesn't do this fucking catapult little kid thing that you do to your little brother when they're fucking with you in a living room. You know what I mean? Like he kind of so flagrant foul is three. Okay. So you can get three points. A flagrant one is worth one. A flagrant two is worth two. And you can have three total. Uh, so you can have three. And after three, every single flagrant after that includes a one-game suspension, which I believe technicals is like seven. Okay. Yeah, that's <clears> so, that that Well, okay. How about this? So what, can you confirm Draymond was given a flagrant two? He was. Or, or was it a flagrant That's, one and then he got a technical and got ejected? So a flagrant and a technical don't, like, make an ejection. So he okay, was given yeah, a flagrant yeah, two with ejection. Game, I didn't know if he had another technical before that. Okay, so flagrant two, he got a flagrant two and was ejected. Then I think... I seventh, think seventh technical is ejected after their seventh, so they're eight. Okay, so, so you get so five more. Sabonis, Sabonis, the technical route isn't the route that... That is deserved. It's a here. slap on the hand. That's it's barely a slap because I mean you got you got to get six more technicals. Whereas with the flagrant, if you at least give him a flagrant one, two two more flagrants, and he's he's got to sit a game. Is or that a flagrant per series two. or per play per it's playoff? Per, it's the playoffs, the whole playoffs. Okay, so so okay. What about this? I guess I'm gonna I'm just like fucking countering everything like like it's a negotiation, but maybe assess. Sabonis with a flagrant two after the fact. Like, league reviews it and says, hey, you provoked it, so now you get a flagrant two. It just happens that because of Draymond going over the top, he missed that game. But, you know what I mean? So, so I, I'm, yeah, so now I am going to include this suspension in this, in, this, uh, in this scenario. Because the suspension was given to Draymond Green, I do think this – the – uh, penalty to Sabonis, need, it, now it needs to be changed. You are essentially double jeopardy punishing Draymond Green for the same incident where I believe he was provoked to do, and you're still, yeah. you're, you're really, you're letting the one guy off the hook. Well, what pisses me off is that Crowder did the same thing yesterday and got a flagrant one. So where where is where is the consistency here and, and the refereeing? Sabonis gets a technical, causes a scene, right? Ends up be Crowder that there was no issue. He grabbed the leg and let it go. It wasn't like super egregious, right? And the guy didn't react a certain way. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, bro, you, you caused an event, like a, a non-basketball event. You have you can't get a, you can't get less penalty than a guy who does the exact same thing you did the next day. And gets a flagrant one, and now, yeah. now, right, Draymond suspended for a game because partly because of his character, and I think that's bullshit. This isn't this isn't the real world where, oh, you know, you got caught shoplifting, and now this is your third time shoplifting, so you got to spend a, a, a weekend in jail. That's warranted, right? You you have to like basketball, like. Oh, you fouled the guy. Like, where, where does that end? Do you do you start banning people from the league then? 
like, oh, you got these many flagrants, so you're banned from the league for a year. Like, yeah, like I, where I, are we going with that? I do want to get into that because that that's something that does bother me because I think Draymond is uh, historically, and I know he's been in the league like ten years, so theoretically, historically, is an accurate term to yeah, use. Yeah, we do forget he's been around for a while. Historically, Draymond, I think, is just a misunderstood player. He is a player that like him, dislike him, indifferent, doesn't matter. He plays with his emotion on his sleeve to the point where he gets in it into it with his own teammates, right? Because he, ex- he just, I believe, and I don't know him, but I believe he expects more. You know what I mean? Like he just, he wants to win and, and he wears that emotion on his sleeve. So that's why I didn't really care for the antics. I don't like them, but I don't give a shit. Like whatever. Were they ex- that was that excessive? Yes. Well, and I, but see, and that's <clears throat> okay. Can I devil's advocate that? Yeah, hundred percent. Because I think it's it's. Here's what I will say about it before you make your devil's okay. advocate point is, it is conduct unbecoming of a role model slash professional. Will I agree to that? A hundred percent. I mean. I don't know. I don't like to get into the sports sports figures being role models or being like, well. Take the role model, role model out. Okay. Take the role model That's part a professional. out. Conduct a professional unbecoming of a professional role. based off of what he the look he gave the league and his team. Yeah. Right. It's the, not. It's not a professional act. It's it's unprofessional. That's for yes. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the the the, the thing that I want to bring up is that. You put you you put your team in a bad place, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you you have to. That's the one thing I'll say about about him doing that excessive. He didn't have to do that. Like, he could have did so. He could have <clears throat> fell on the guy. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, yeah. If you hurt yourself, then, but he could have tore his ACL jumping off the guy's chest too. He could have. You're 100 you know right. And, he'd be, and that would have be been on you, vilif- like, you didn't He'd be vilified. He'd be you know vilified. Like and you 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 got to think about your team, bro. Before you do this shit, like this is the playoffs. I'll I'll give you that. It's selfish. It was selfish. Um, but again, I'm not saying I can't because he's selfish. He deserves a, a no. suspension or anything like I that. I was just saying you you got to be smarter than that, bro. It, it, I 100% I agree with that. Um, I just do you think, think he's, that do you think shit like this is he's gone? He's not he's not going to be a Golden State Warrior next year. Is well, this the end of Draymond? As well, I already. Be I thought he was gone already. already. Gone anyway, but yeah, I thought he was gone already. I don't. I don't think this is like the nail in the coffin because if if I'm gonna be dead honest, and I don't know the owners and the coaching staff and his players, I think they actually like him a lot based off of the emotion and what he brings to that team. I just don't know if he's worth the contract that he currently has or he's going to demand, and that's why they'll move on. It's gonna be more, hey, the what he makes or what he wants to make isn't worth what he provides us. But I do think that if he were to, I don't think his, the way he, I don't think his on the court play or his on the court slash off the court actions are going to really go into that as much as uh, is he worth what he believes he's worth in the market. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Because he's talked about, he has his own podcast. He's talked about how, as a black athlete, and I, I'm, I'm probably going to fuck this up. So if anyone has listened to it, I do apologize. But I, this is the way I took it. But as like a, a African-American athlete, 
you got to take everything you can when you can. And I think he isn't worth what he thinks he's worth, according to what the Golden State Warriors as an organization need. So I thought he was gone already. I don't see this as the nail in the coffin. If his price tag comes down and he takes a hometown discount to stay, I think they'd keep him. But I personally would love a Draymond Green on the on the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, I like his game a lot. I, I, I'm gonna be flat out honest. I mean, like, I I think he's a dog. I think every like, every I think every team would want a guy like him, but you're just not gonna pay for a guy like him. Yeah, I, I don't want him to. I don't want us to pay him forty million dollars a year because he's just yeah. not worth that. He's he's worth what? He's a PJ. He's a PJ Tucker plus one. Right, like he's a he's a dog. He's a grinder. He's a he's he's the all star of the PJ Tuckers. Yeah, he he really is. He's he's yeah. but but he does it well. And I think his emotion and the way he plays and the way he wears his heart on his sleeve is. I mean, how many the, championships does he have? More than we got. But you know what I mean. Uh, like, yeah, you, there's a reason. And you give him. You got to give him credit for that, whether you like him or not. And I think his antics are just a little too much. You know, like uh, him, Dylan Brooks. I'm like, bro, just fucking play. Okay, I don't even want to get into that because uh, we're going to leave that one for another day because <laughs> I went on a rant at work today about him. About don't Brooks. even get me fucking started because I – you know me. Both of us are not LeBron fans. But I swear to God, I hope LeBron drops 50 on that motherfucker on the next game. Bro, I want – I want, and you – everybody you, knows by now. <clears throat> everybody knows that listens to this. Everybody that knows me knows that I'm the most anti-LeBron guy. I would love to see LeBron just dunk on him like ten times in a row, and just then dunk, and then like manhandle dunk on him like, like and then punch him in his fucking face. 1990s style dunk on. Because there's a point. Here's the thing. I love when they talk shit in the NBA. I love it more oh, yeah, than any other sport. No, I love it because it's like face to face in the NFL, bro. You got a helmet on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love shit talking the NBA. He took it too far. He he went disrespectful. And that's when I as a fan am like, okay, not a fan of that. Right? Like talk shit, yap, do what you do, pull on each other's shorts a little bit, tug the Josie, slap the hands away. But he yeah, like, he made like, it personal. I appreciate Lance Stevenson. Yeah, like, like that shit is that entertaining. Shit like but he made it personal. And not only did he make it personal, like, bro, there's a saying out there. You come for the king, bro, you best not miss. And, yeah. you, and I'm, not calling, I'm, not, I'm not using that phrase because LeBron's known as the, like King James. I'm using that phrase as in that motherfucker's been the best player in the NBA for 15 fucking years. Yeah. So to call him hate out him and say, love him. You gotta hate him or love him, respect. the man has talent. Yeah. And he is – the talent he has in one fucking hand is better than all of Dylan Brooks' talent. So, like, don't do not do it. I, I'm off my fucking soapbox. I don't want to talk about this because this <laughs> shit pisses me off. Like, it's just – it's disrespectful, man. It's disrespectful. Like, yeah. you it, don't it, come it, at a it's, legend. It's, this was, like, if you want to come at the legend – series first. Well, if you want to come at a legend, I'm cool with it. But you can do it respectfully. Yeah. You can, right? you yeah, don't, you can do it where it's not – you still have you have some some uh, what do you call it? Just some I don't know, like some cooth. You know what I mean? Like 
The man said, I'm not going to respect anyone till they drop 40 on me. Who the fuck are you, bro? You've been in the league three years. Like, you didn't even let people drop 40 on you because you a baby to the NBA. Like, bro, but f- f- 40, like, what do you, so if they dropped 38, they're not good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, no, if I just, I, if I'm, a, if I'm a guy that I believe I'm an elite defender, I'm upset if somebody drops 20 on me. And here's the fucked up 25 part. at the most. But Here's the be like, oh, part. I don't respect you unless you drop 40. I don't respect you unless you have a career night against me. Like, and, bro, what the fuck? And correct me if I'm wrong, Cisco, because you're, you're in the end, you're a Bucks fan, but you're also an NBA fan, right? Yeah. You don't just you don't just watch the NBA because of the Bucks. You watch yeah, like the NBA because you basketball. like basketball. Yeah. Last year, if we had this conversation. I guarantee, and, and let's try to put ourselves in, in that position, that we would have been excited for the Memphis Grizzlies because they are an exciting and fun team to watch, right? Oh, 100%. I, I, yeah. I, they... The 2023 Memphis Grizzlies are like, I fucking hate them. I just do not like anything they bring to the table. Dylan Brooks, disrespectful, not that great of a player. Just stop. John Morant has issues Really exciting to watch on the court, but he needs to grow up. Yeah. Like, we can talk about all, like, it just, and it gets to the point where how much is too much? You know, like, well, I don't. I think it's, it's, it, it gets to that point where, like, bro, you don't get credit just because you made the playoffs. Like, make, like, if, if you're going to use that line or that, um, that's that bar, right, for as a standard, like, this is the bar. That, then at least be a franchise and say, hey, we've made it to the playoffs uh, the last uh, every year the last ten years. Even though maybe you don't maybe you don't get past the first round, I will give you credit though. Like you're a franchise as a team, you guys have made it to the playoffs ten straight years. Yeah, but the not, man went to not, like it's not the it's not the it, you know what I mean. It's not making the playoffs now is maybe a little bit easier because you get the playing games. But I can respect you for having some swag. Because you've been, you've made the playoffs. Yeah, but the years, man, but, the man but, made like eleven straight NBA finals. <laughs> like no, that's know, the guy you're calling saying, out. But but you're not even there. Yet. You're not even at that bar. At the bar that I'm setting. You're no, not I know even it, there it, yet. You're not even it, close it, to being there. Like, so going back, somebody else says. Go ahead. It, it might have been. It might have been. It sounds like something Michael Wilbon would say, but I think it was one of those one uh, one of the analysts. They were like. Win another playoff series first. Like, I, like I you're, just, you're out here talking shit as if you're I'm okay. NBA fucking champion the last three years. Yeah, I'm okay with you talking shit. Just don't be disrespectful. Like, yeah, you literally said. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, he, man, we ain't make the playoffs, but I ain't let nobody drop 40 on me. Well, that's the thing. Like, anytime in a sentence you say, I don't respect Bob, bro, you just went disrespectful. Like, you're literally telling the media and the rest of the world that you have a lack of respect for something. Like, bro, it's and it's it's cool to say, <laughs> hey, I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not Dude, backing down talk, from anybody. Cool. Talk yes. that shit. Talk it. Talk that shit. But don't man. act like, like LeBron is a nobody. Exactly. Don't talk about one of the all-time greats in the NBA like he's a bum. Like, because you make yourself look like a bum. Yeah. And you this is I mean? coming from probably the most anti-LeBron guy. You could meet. I'm even saying, "Hey, bro, you got to give the man his respect." And, bro, what unless, you, unless you're a, a player, unless you're like KD, 
You know what I mean? A guy who has championships, a guy that's been killing the league on his own. Maybe he could disrespect LeBron a little bit if he wants because he's earned that. You know what I mean? He's got things of his own. He's got I credentials got a qu- of his own. So we talked about this at work, and uh, this is one of the points I brought up, but I want to ask it to you a little differently. Uh, what do you remember Byron Russell for? Uh, Byron Russell. Byron Russell? I think it's Byron Russell, right? Jazz. He played on the Jazz. Byron Russell. The 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 guy that um, <laughs> the guy that got, that Jordan hit the shot on. Oh, okay. Oh, so you remember Byron yeah. Russell because he was cooked by MJ? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you and probably ninety percent of the rest of NBA fans remember Byron Russell as the man MJ cooked in the finals. Is that an accurate statement? I, I, I mean, I think I'm thinking of the same guy. No, you, you are. You are. I'm just saying now that you know that is the guy, that's oh, how you, you remember Byron Russell, You right? know why I had to think about it? Because I get mixed Brian up. Brian Russell. No, Byron oh. Scott. Oh, Byron Scott. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. So that's why I'm like, wait. No, nope. like, Byron Russell played for the Jazz number three. That's what you remember him by, yeah. right? Like, that's, you, that's what you remember his career? Oh, yeah. So mine's a little different, but it's because of all like I love watching old school NBA YouTube videos where they talk about uh, Larry and Mike and the bad boys and Shaq in the 90s. Damn, Doc for 17 years. Yeah, but you you remember him because of one thing, right? Yeah. I remember him similar, but because of a different thing. And – Sorry, I got a tickle in my throat. I've been like off and on sick. I had to drink some water. Um, Byron Russell is the guy, and you may remember this story after I tell you, that when Michael Jordan was playing baseball, right, he and his Chicago whatever White Sox affiliate team he was playing on had a game in Utah, right? Okay. So either the day of the game, the day after the game, the day before the game, whatever, Mike, who is good friends with uh, Colin Malone and John Stockton, had, like, talked to them. And they said, hey, why don't you come to this open scrimmage thing that we're, like, doing? You know, we're just getting together and playing ball. And Mike's like, okay, I'll play. As he was leaving – and I don't know if he played long. I don't really know the ins and outs of the of the like the scrimmage of the game. A young rookie walked in by the name of Byron Russell. And he looked at Michael Jordan and he said, You're lucky you retired because I was gonna lock you up. Or I would have locked you up and like you're not as good as they said. And Mike looked at him kind of laughed, had no idea who the fuck he was, and looked at Carl and John Stockton, Carl Malone, and said, I don't know who this boy is, but you better tell him who I am. And he left. And I bring that up because later in his career, Michael Jordan was known to say something to the effect of, the day Byron Russell said that to me was the day I knew I was going to fucking kill him. Like, I was going to come back and bust his ass. <laughs> he's, the, he's the catalyst that brought Michael Jordan back. And I, well, maybe that's to the extent. That's what you're going to remember him for. He's I remember reason. him 
and this is the reason I bring it up in this discussion is because I remember him bringing the fucking dog back out in Michael Jordan and ruining Carl Malone and John Stockton's chances of ever winning a fucking championship. <laughs> Byron Russell, you <laughs> fucked it up because Mike destroyed the Utah Jazz in that finals. <clears throat> yeah. So, again, the reason I brought that up and the reason I bring that up in this discussion is because Dylan Brooks know who the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Because if there's one guy in the league, I don't give a shit how old he is, that will take over an entire playoff series and put your ass back in Memphis for the rest of the – till next year, it's LeBron James. Yeah. Like the dude still I, is yeah. talented as fuck. Again, as much as – as much as I don't like LeBron, I respect the fact that he's a one of the best basketball players ever. I, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't. My dislike for him isn't because I don't think he's good. It's just that I don't like, I don't like his on-court antics. I think he gets away with a lot of shit. He cries too fucking much. Just fucking play the yeah, game. But he's a great player. He's not he, a guy he I would want to provoke. No, that's not the guy I'm you – know, that he's, is he's on the court. If I'm hey, out man. there, I'm provoking uh, – you know what I mean? I'm provoking Thanasis. I'm probably provoking 99% <laughs> of other players before I talk shit to LeBron James, mainly because I, I, I know what it can do yeah. to a player of that Him, caliber. A Steph Curry, I wouldn't want to fucking poke Steph Curry because he'd fucking come and hang 50 on you. <sighs> yeah, I'm, you I'm not poking – yeah, so – Wait, we as got, we, we no, we got some. I know I'm bringing it oh, up. Okay, bringing okay. up. I got it. I got it. So as we we digress a little bit from the Draymond Green situation, and we're not going to talk anymore on the specific Draymond Green situation, but we are going to talk about something that happened tonight, right before we got on the podcast, that you and I, admittedly, both have a problem with. And for those of you that are very curious at what I'm talking about, the Philadelphia 76ers are playing the Brooklyn Nets right now. And as in the speak. first, as we speak, and as we speak, uh, the first quarter is over. But the first, before we came on the podcast, I had gotten a notification saying Joel Embiid assessed a flagrant one. And I was like, well, what did Joel do? So I go and look. And knowing we were going to come talk about the Draymond Green situation, Joel Embiid took offense to Nick Claxon, who is the center for the Brooklyn Nets, stepping over him. Now, Cisco and I watched this video intentionally. Cisco, did Nick Claxton touch Joel Embiid as he stepped over him at all? No. Okay, so his legs are spread. Uh, I, am, I encourage anyone listening to this to go look at the video of this as we are talking about it so that you can put yourself in our shoes as he's stepping over him, his legs are spread. Joel's legs are in between Nick's clacks. And so if, theoretically, if Joel lifts his leg, he hits him in the man region. Right? Am I, am yeah. I explaining that correctly? Okay. So as Nick Claxon goes to – as he goes to <laughs> lift his other leg over him, Joel Embiid kicks him in the groin area. Well, right? if, if you look at it, he chops – he, he, he chops down with his leg. So he does get near the groin, but he actually hit him in, in what looks like his knee. 
So he kicks him in the knee slash like thigh he, area. He, he doesn't have down to... on the knee. Like when he came yes. down with the kick, it, like what do you call it? You uh, there's a name for it. It's um, it's like a, I think it's an axe kick. It was like a front kick coming. Like you lift your up. leg up and then you kick down. Like you yes. come down. That's what he did. So he was offended that Nick Claxton stepped over him. Uh, we'll say Allen Iverson to Ron Lou esque in a way. And yeah, instead was- of Instead of just allowing Nick Claxton to clear out because Joel was on the ground and Nick Claxton had just dunked the ball, I believe, and he was kind of getting – like going back to the defensive side, right? Yeah. Instead of going around him, he went over him. Okay. Joel didn't touch Joel. Also did not impede him from getting up. Joel was not in the process of getting up, so he didn't like push Joel – like he didn't force Joel to like lay back down, right? Yeah. So Joel was in no way, shape, or form in any harm's way. Would you agree with me? I would agree. So instead, he takes his leg and, like, kicks it up, but then, like you said, like, forcefully brings it down on his thigh-knee area. Like a chop, yes. He's assessed the flagrant one. We both watched it and laughed in a way that how the fuck is he not ejected? Dude, if I'm Draymond and I see that right now, I'm suiting up. Like, fuck you guys. I'm appealing this shit. I'm playing. Because if this guy's not getting a flagrant two, why the fuck am I suspended a game? This was, yes. to me, was, if if I'm going to use my word as un, uh, unnecessary, this was just as, if not more, unnecessary than what Draymond did. Because... I'll give it to Draymond. He was provoked because the guy actually grabbed him. Now I'm I, I have I'm reading right now. This is a quote from Joel Embiid. He said something he shouldn't have. That's why when I walked up to his face, I told him to say it to my face again. That's why he looked away and he didn't say it again because he knows why. And that's obviously from a different that's not from tonight. Yeah, it it's it looks like it's it's from. Oh, maybe not. Oh, I'm misreading. I think this. I think this is a different event between the two. So there must be, there must be some. I didn't. I thought maybe it was a halftime quote. James Harden just got ejected. Did he? Yep. He. I'm watching the video now. Oh, he elbows Royce O'Neal in the groin on purpose. Bro, this is oh yeah, he 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 punched him right in the right. In the... And not to mention, let's let's also go back. So not only did Embiid not get a flagrant two or ejected, he only got a flagrant one. Nick Claxton got a technical for that, for walking. Oh God! So to uh, boost our argument, that, that quote I I have to apologize. That quote was from their. They got into it during the season. Uh, in, uh, in the in the game, Ben Simmons' first game in Philly, and it happened to be his last. He didn't play in Philly after that. But so Charles Barkley at halftime, and now this game's now in the fourth quarter. Um, Charles Barkley said Joel Embiid's kick was much worse than Draymond's. I I agree. I a hundred percent agree, and the fact that. And this goes back to how we treat superstars in, in really all sports, but specifically the NBA. And, and it goes a little back to how you just talked about how uh, 
your kind of your beef with LeBron, right? He's never really held accountable because of how good of a player he is. Because this happened in the first quarter, I think if this happens in the fourth quarter, he does get ejected. If I'm being but honest, that shouldn't it's, be a thing. It should no, but I agree with you 100. Yeah, yeah. But the refs were afraid to eject the best player on the Philadelphia 76ers in a playoff game in the first quarter. That kick, that that uh, that was excessive. Number one, it was unnecessary. If anybody deserves to be suspended, it's him. I agree. And the, the NBA has to come, <coughs> they have to suspend him. Well, they, I'm, they, I'm still have to. They have to come I, out after this game and say that's a suspension. You, if you suspend Draymond Green for that and not him, shit, I tell Draymond go to HR, bro. Get your, get, <laughs> well, get, get, here's why get your max contract. Here's why I don't <laughs> think Joel's going to get suspended is because they're going to say he doesn't have prior, uh, you know, felonies. Like fucking Draymond Green, and yeah. they're gonna say, "Well, he's been an upstanding professional," which he hasn't, <laughs> right? No. Like, no, he hasn't. I've I've watched him in games. Harden too. Harden's no. Harden does this shit all the time. Harden is a. What did you say earlier? Instead of excessive, unnecessary. Yeah. Harden is a, is extremely unnecessary basketball player. He's a habitual line stepper. <laughs> he is a habitual line stepper, but so is Draymond, and so is Joel. Yeah. So if you're going to treat one with uh, punishment X, then treat the other. And I, I don't think he's going to get a, a suspended. I don't think. I th- if, and I'll be honest, man. If I'm Draymond, I'm fucking, I'm going to cause some havoc, bro, because that that's bullshit. That, now, take, we have three incidents all refereed a different way. You, we're talking about the NBA fucking playoffs right now. Where if you're gonna have consistency at any point in time in your league, it is in the fucking playoffs. Not I, I'll give it to you, regular season, whatever. But in the playoffs, there needs to be fucking consistency. If one guy is gonna get a, a flagrant two and ejected, and the other guy gets a technical, and then in the very next day, a game, the guy does the same thing as the technical guy and gets a flagrant one, and then the next day in this game, a guy does something worse than the flagrant two. And gets a flagrant one. Yep. That's that's just fucking ridiculous. So going back these to these are the things that these are the reasons that make people not want to watch the NBA sometimes, or or just sports in general. The inconsistency in in refereeing, and that's why people say, "Oh, you want to blame the refs all the time." I'm not blaming them. I'm saying I'm calling out a flaw. Is it perfect system? Is it a perfect system? Absolutely not. You can't have a perfect refereeing system, even. Like in baseball, they want to do like robotic shit or strike zone shit. Hey, go ahead and try it. You're bound to have some air somewhere. But like yeah. consistency in these type of events, take away the whole prior whatever. You look at a play and say, hey, if a guy's grabbing your leg when he's on the ground and you're standing up, that's going to be an automatic flagrant one. So let that's me read you. Let me read you Barkley's quote because I think we both are going to agree with it. I thought this was worse than Draymond's. He tried to kick the guy in his junk. Just because a, a guy's a bad shot doesn't mean you know what he was trying. I mean, I, you know what he's trying to do. Yeah. He tried to kick him in his private parts. He should have got ejected. That's my opinion. And I agree. I couldn't agree with it <clears throat> yeah. more. Because... If, if you're listening, by the time you listen to this, if you haven't seen it, 
Go go and watch it. Because it's and watch Draymond and tell me, tell me that it's not at least worth the same. Here's my here's the word I'll use for Draymond's that I wouldn't use for. Uh, I'm sorry. Here's the one I'll use for Joel's that I wouldn't use for Draymond's, and this is where, to me, Joel's deserved an ejection and a suspension where I don't believe Draymond's. Joel's was egregious. Yeah. It's a good word. And that's, that's literally in the in that's terminology in the discrepancy between a flagrant one and a flagrant two. It they was, use they use that word. And and let me for for context, that happened. The game was six to four. That's how early this happened in this game. The the Joel Embiid. Very much in the beginning of the game. Do you know which, what I mean? Yeah, which that, right that now the, the game is a game, and it's very it, close right now. What is it's it? a four-point game, four. and <clears throat> ideally, let's see real quick. It was six to four, so Joel had a max of four points, and right now Joel has oh, he only has nine points. He's not playing well, but that's probably he's still a yeah, he's still he's, a presence. He's still Joel and Yeah, yeah, it doesn't take away my <laughs> my argument. It just makes it less strong, I guess. <laughs> um. But my, my point is, I think you made the best point of this entire, uh, I guess, topic is the lack of consistency. You gave Sabonis a technical. You gave Draymond Green a flagrant two ejection suspension. You gave Crowder a flagrant one. And then you give Joel Embiid the same, the same uh, punishment as... Crowder. Crowder. Crowder <laughs> grabbed the dude's leg. Joel, if worst case or best case scenario, Joel tried to kick someone in their nuts. That's best case in this, in my opinion, after yeah. watching that video. Worst case, he tried to take a dude's knee out. Yeah. Like he legitimately tried to and, take a six eleven dude's knee out. I just watched it again. And I think I, I will I will lean towards what, what more of what you were saying. It looks. It does look like he was really trying to kick him in the nuts, and the other part just was his leg coming down. But, but worst case scenario, and Nick, Nick Claxton, Claxton got penalized. Yeah, Nick Claxton <laughs> blows his ACL because he's a six eleven bean pole whose ligaments are probably weak to begin with, and that's coming from a guy who's recovering from ACL. Yeah, I'm a bean pole, but I'm only six three. Catch me outside then. Um, Bro, I will because this will be the only time I could probably could catch you off. Fuck you. Um, I I agree. The lack of consistency is really frustrating. The way Draymond's been treated, in my opinion, is frustrating. The way Joel is positively was positively treated, and we'll see if there's anything other than a fine that's levied upon him because that's what I think I it's going to be. He needs to be suspended. He needs to miss a game. I, I just fine. don't think he's being held accountable, just like I don't think Sabonis is being held accountable. Yeah. I don't think – Sabonis is – I just look, Sabonis is playing tonight. Because I looked at the Warriors' Twitter feed just to see if uh, any of their beat writers, like, kind of mentioned, like, holy shit, Joel Embiid just totally fucking went haywire kicking someone. But, yet yeah, he got a flagrant one, and, and surprisingly no one did. They just retweeted Charles Barkley's statements. Um, but – I just don't I like they're not being held accountable in my opinion. You held a you held a guy what you say is accountable for his actions 
But then somebody does something to me that is more egregious and more excessive and you give him a slap on the wrist. Yeah. And it's like and and I can understand if the Draymond Green incident, right? That transitions into saying, Hey, okay, what Crowder did was the same as Sabonis, but because of that incident, we need we need to take action. So that's now becoming a flagrant one. I'm cool with that. I could I could accept that as as the reasoning, right? Hey, because of what happened, we need to step up and make sure this shit doesn't keep happening throughout the playoffs. So so now, even though Sabonis only got a technical, Crowder did the same thing. We're we're gonna set a precedent. That is now a flagrant one. So but you if, can rec- you I, can retroactively in uh, in uh, put punishment though. So if you're gonna so, do it, but I'm saying, moving, like, I, I can ex- I can I can accept and respect that a goal like on the go forward basis because of what happened with Draymond and Sabonis, Crowder's action is now a flagrant one. But I can't accept it if now today with this Embiid thing, it's not being held to the same standard. Then, yep, I, I agree me, with you. Crowder grabbed the guy's leg. Barely, right? You can watch that video too. I, I feel like it wasn't even that bad. <clears throat> and watching what Embiid just did, you know what I mean, in the first quarter, there's no way they compared to the same. No fucking way. So it's just that's the inconsistency. Like I said, I would be willing to accept it that that event caused the the refereeing to be a little harsher on these incidents. Cool, but that needs to be across the fucking board. And clearly. It is not across the fucking board. No. Because even if he's suspended a game, he still played this game, and say they win this game, him missing a game, they'll be up 3 nothing. whatever. They don't give a shit, right? Well, Embiid misses one game. We could probably still beat these guys, but we're, we're up three games to none, and he'll be back next game even if we do lose, right? Then we'll probably yeah. close it out. But in Draymond's case, he missed the rest of that game, right? And they pretty sure it was a close game. They actually made it closer, I think, when he left. Uh, they did better after he was ejected. But then now he's missing this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. a different swing. You're talking about a totally different. So even if that, – that's why I said they at least need to come – and beat at least, at the very least, needs to be suspended the next game. I, I 100% agree with you. Shit and... riled me up, man. Like, that's bullshit, bro. That's, I just... that's the shit that makes people not want to watch. And then you wonder why – but why is the viewer the viewership down? It's bro, you can't even get guys to consistently call. These are these are not normal basketball plays that you're refereeing. If you can't get consistency in above, like above average, not not even that. Like in acts, non basketball plays. Is that a fair? Uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If you can't have consistency in the non-basketball plays that are going on on the court, you have a problem. Because then, where is the consistency in basketball plays? Yeah, so that's – I like how you said that, and and it's 100% accurate. Because I think you and I both understand that being a referee is difficult. Oh, not an easy. Yeah, I'm not not saying you have an easy job. When refs miss calls in the heat of the moment – I can understand that, and I'm okay with it. I don't like it, but I understand it, and I can accept it. But like you said, these are non-basketball plays that are reviewed, and they can go back and look at them. They can dissect them. They can they can almost get to a point where they can understand someone's intent. Yeah. Right? 
and what do you to, yeah. <laughs> well you know what i mean like you yeah, I mean, yeah 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 you and i watched the video and for anyone out there watching the video if you truly believe that he didn't intend to inflict some size of, some type of damage on uh nick claxon then i i i you're an idiot. I question your judge. Well, I just question your judgment. <laughs> I mean, because I, I think then you're an idiot. Because it's clearly he is intending to in- inflict some sort of unnecessary pain. Oh, he's staring pain. at him too. He's staring at him the whole time. So, he- your point that you made is like when you fuck these calls up, that you have time. You even have time to to ask, like the third of, or the fourth official now up in the booth to say, "Hey, can you clarify?" the rules for me can you clarify you know what i mean like say yeah. you were on the fence and go hey can you clarify what the flagrant two specifically says and then you can make an informed decision but when you just decide to not hold a player accountable for his actions when like you said you can accept the fact that jay crowder got a flagrant one yesterday if that's how it's going to be called across the board in the nba but then for this to happen not Less than 24 hours later. Yeah. And it's is... not like there's 14 games going on right now where, where you got the guy in New York saying, well, shit, I'm looking at 14 different games, man. Like, that's a lot to ask of me. Bro, this is the only game on right now. Yeah. And I don't even that, – that's I'm not sure even an excuse to those guys get paid me. pretty well to sit in New York and, and do what they do. And they're not paying attention to all 14 games. Like – Everything, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can't I, I do. It, bro. You, this is one game. Like, <laughs> I do understand what you're saying. I just don't agree with it because of the point that you're making. Like, yeah, these non-basketball calls and these non-basketball decisions are being are given the due respect they earn in 100% attention. So when you when you fuck this up this bad, <laughs> it it gives the perception of favoritism. Yeah. And it makes people not want to watch. Like, those are the things that do add up. And then, you know what I mean? That Then you're losing money. And we don't have to get into all of that. I just... I don't need slash want... I don't, I don't mind if you do, you to answer this question. But this is something for uh, our two and a half listeners to ponder. Rewind Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis plays game two. And Giannis is the one who grabs the leg instead of Jay Crowder. Is there a flagrant called at all? Because oh, yeah. Giannis... Giannis gets no love, bro. But but Giannis is given a little bit of star treatment, way more than Jay Crowder. So yeah, but not I, I'm as on the much as I'm on the fence. Well, no, but I'm on the fence with it. If it's Giannis, it's still called way more than I am on the fence if of Jay Crowder. Right? Yeah. Is if Kevin well, Durant I, does I that? Guess... Yeah, if if Giannis did the kick, he's ejected. I guarantee that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, but because I don't think he gets, I don't think he gets the treatment that that these other guys get. Well, you can't kick out the soon to be MVP, right? Like <laughs> that, yeah. that just it just is it, it goes back to what you said, like the lack of consistency, the lack of in the accountability. And, and again, it's just in the non basketball plays. How do we get different results? You know yeah, what I mean? it should be a standard across the board that all <laughs> the refs understand it. MVP. <laughs> what? I said I like that you you added that in the future MVP. I I just saw Malcolm Brogdon won six man of the year. Yeah, which I, whatever. Bucks getting snuffed, man. 
Bucks Brooke don't get no snuffed. love. Portis, Giannis Book, snuffed. Book led, the, Book led the entire NBA in blocks, and the motherfucker can't get goddamn defensive player of the year. I'm sorry. I think he got one vote, one or two votes maybe. I, I don't like that rebounds are a part of the defensive player of the year. Like, what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, we're going to wrap this up. Boys yeah. and girls, a uh, good episode. I enjoyed that. But oh, yeah, I like, needless I like to say, uh, refs, stop fucking up, man. When you got time to look at something, well, just do yeah. the right thing. I, and, and I, again, tomorrow, if they say, yeah, and beat suspended, it changes a little bit. But he still played. He, the game, what did I say the, the score was? Six, nine to it four. It was four. Oh, six to four. Six to four. And this, and this guy played the whole fucking game after this. It was a six point game a few minutes ago, and now it's a three point, three game, point game with four minutes left, and the 76ers have the ball. Yeah. I just think it's bullshit, but uh, I have to non non basketball, non any of this related. Uh, my, I guess, he, yeah, he's my nephew. My nephew was born on uh, Monday, I believe it was. Hey, shout out, young nephew. Crew, little brew crew. Uh, what is it? His name is Crew. Crew, I like crew. that. Yeah, little, I call, uh, they call him Crouton. <laughs> what? Uh, but, it, you know, I, I have to, I'm taking responsibility to uh, make sure that he's in tune with the right sports, not just the teams, but just, how to watch the sports is his dad's not a big sports guy. He's a Vikings fan too, I think. So like I'm taking responsibility to make sure crew crew grows up in the sports world the right way. Um, hey, that's so a big, that, that's a big, that's a big response. You know, Bro, yeah, I'm, it's a I'm big, big responsibility. I'm, I'm willing and able. I'm going to take on that, that, that responsibility. So, you know, in a, you know, maybe a couple months they'll sit him down and let him listen to podcasts and we'll have, Three, three listeners. Oh yeah, because he's, he's definitely a half, only a half. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely <laughs> a half. Yeah, he can't. May two years from now, maybe we'll have a new, you know, co-star guest. You know, maybe, maybe executive Young, producer. I'll put Rex on here, but he would just talk about dinos the whole damn time. Bro, they would probably get more listeners than we get. Yeah, he is pretty cute. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like we we beat the mics up. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for next week, bro. I'm excited for I, – I, you know me. I love the mock drafts. I love the draft. Um, excited for that episode. I hope you guys are excited for it too. I really hope you tune in for that for sure. Uh, and obviously, if you're hearing me say that, you have tuned into this episode, so I don't have to say it. I hope you listen because that just wouldn't make sense because you can't hear without listening. So. I mean, let's tune not get into that because you can <laughs> tune, definitely hear. Tune in next week. Ellie. I didn't hear what you just said. I didn't listen to what you just said, but I heard the shit. I oh, tuned your ass out. Yeah, yeah. You sound like uh, you sound like one of those people. Yeah, I, I am. I think my girl uses that on me. Like, oh, you you ain't you hear me, but you ain't listening. Hey, it's true though. That just goes to prove that you probably do it because you. <laughs> we all do it for sure. All right, bro. Well, hope y'all enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Thursday night. Well, you ain't listening to this Thursday night. Enjoy your enjoy Friday. Your Friday. And, uh, enjoy your weekend. Go Bucks. Peace. Go Bucks. Peace. Peace.